So today is the 27th of June, 2021. It was about one month before the entering of the rains retreat, the monastic rains retreat. So we can see that time changes a lot, passes quickly every single day. The days and the nights uh, pass quickly. So therefore we try to practice Dhamma, try to train our minds we hear the news most likely every single day about people getting sick with the COVID-19 virus, uh, people getting ill, in pain, having trouble getting enough oxygen, and many individuals dying from the COVID virus. And some people get injured or die in accidents. Some are stressed because of the economy and then kill themselves because of this. So this is something that happens as well. So this is something we know about already. Even those just 30 or 40 years old uh, die for these, from these causes. So we can see that this is a normal characteristic or a normal situation that occurs having been born. Having been born, what follows is uh, aging. And in the end, we all meet with death and degradation. In the beginning, everything is fresh and new. The cells of the body are new, but they have aging all the time. And some individuals, their bodies may even live to up to 90 years old, but this is uh, very hard to find. It's uh, not a very big percentage at all that can live to 90 years old. Even 80 years old, it's hard to find bodies that live that long. But however it is, we contemplate the impermanence of conditioned formations and realize that they're just like this. This is just the way they are. There's no one that can overcome this truth. And we can ask, why do we experience fear having been born? Why do we experience fear in the heart? You can see that there's many things that people are afraid of, many types of fear. For instance, there's the fear of children. For instance, being scared of an injection, scared of a needle. And this can form a very strong memory, strong mental impression, the experience of getting an injection. This is because the patient endurance of children tends to be low, and they're scared of pain. Or they study at school, and they're afraid that they'll fail their test. They fear that they'll fail in their examinations. Or even if they study well, they may be afraid that they'll not score as high as others. Then having entered the workforce, people may be afraid that their work won't be of a good quality or they won't be seen as behaving properly or working well. They'll have anxiety and worry about this. And there's many types of fear of the future sometimes thinking about the future and being afraid of what may come. And the mind is not in the present and doesn't feel any happiness. So we can see that we need to train our minds and hearts. You see, having been born as a human, we have these bodies and these brains. And these brains are able to be trained. We're able to train our hearts and minds. And it's possible to train these hearts and minds to the very highest level, 
to that of a Samasambuddha, a fully self-awakened Buddha. And to do this, one needs a great amount of parami, a huge amount of spiritual virtues. Or one can train one's mind to be an independent Buddha, a Pacheka Buddha. Or we train in mindfulness. We train in mindfulness, for instance, with our chanting. And now we come to sit in meditation and develop mindfulness in the sitting posture. And we do this to make our minds still and peaceful. We know the breath as it comes in and the breath as it goes out. On the in-breath, we can repeat boot, and on the out-breath, repeat do. And as we practice in this way, we may f- observe that the Bhutto mantra goes away of its own accord without our intending it. This is the mind realizing stillness to a degree with no thoughts, just the mind knowing the breath. Then the breath may disappear as well. And at this point, the mind is still and bright. So this is the training of the heart. One with past accumulated parami, uh, spiritual virtues, they can train their minds to be peaceful, uh, sometimes more easily. And those with a small amount of parami, well, they should build a lot of parami in this life. Be very intent to build a lot of parami in this life. So for ourselves, we may call ourselves Buddhist. And we ask, well, what is this Buddha? It is the one who knows, the awakened one. And what does the Buddha know? The Buddha knows body, speech, and mind. So we train ourselves to incline our body, speech, and mind to enter the triple gem of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. We have this uh, belief and faith in the triple gem that it's the very best gem that can be found. Because in the world there are many types of gems and there are many gems that may have, uh, that may be very beautiful or very expensive, such as diamonds. But whatever the case with physical gems, if we compare them to the triple gem, the triple gem is of the greatest value. And the things of the world, they do have their own value, a value that we can use in our lives. But we can see the difference between inner wealth and outer wealth. If we have uh, outer wealth, but we don't have wisdom, then we won't know how to care for this outer wealth. And if we don't have outer wealth and we don't have wisdom and intelligence, then we'll be unable to gain outer wealth then even if we do gain it, we won't be able to manage and use it well. Even one with a lot of outer wealth may squander that wealth through gambling or wasting it in various ways. So this is outer wealth that we use in our lives. But if we have this outer wealth without inner wealth, without wisdom and parami, then we won't be able to take care of this outer wealth So therefore we see that inner wealth is of a greater value, this inner wealth of wisdom. And with wisdom we can feel fresh and inspired with regards to the triple gem. And we have a belief that the triple gem is true and real. We believe in our own capacity to train ourselves and in our own inner purity.
and we have wisdom to know how to practice correctly. In the beginning, we enter into the triple gem as someone with uh, thick defilements, as a putojana. And we can recollect the triple gem with faith and belief. But sometimes we may have doubts arise because we're not yet noble ones. So it's natural to have doubts. But we believe in the triple gem and we take refuge in the triple gem and we establish this firmly in our hearts. Because whatever fear that we have, it's the fear of death in the end. And the Buddha taught that uh, wherever we go, if fear arises, then we should recollect the qualities of the Buddha. We should recollect the Buddha. And this can make the fear decrease or go away. So we can recollect the Bhutto mantra. For example, going to a cremation ground to practice can be a lot of fear arising. Uh, one can be truly afraid in this situation. And even then, recollecting death, one may not be able to recollect death because it's too much fear. So at this point, one can practice the Bhutto mantra. And whatever point the Bhutto mantra stops, that's when fear arises. And then using the Buddha mantra, one can bring the mind to peace and collectedness. Even just going to a cremation ground for half an hour, the mind can become very alert and unable to sleep. For instance, sleeping just four hours. And even in that sleep, the body may be sleeping, but the mind is still awake uh, due to fear. So this meditation word of Bhutto, one does this a lot. Doing it just a little bit uh, isn't good enough. And the more one's mind is busy, then one should do the Buddha mantra even more. If one has a lot of worries and doubts, then do Bhutto a lot. Contemplate to bring the mind to peace. This is something that one must be able to do. One can't just let go of the mind and not train it. But if one's mind is busy and proliferating, this means at this point one is not recollecting one's meditation word. And one can use the meditation word Bhutto or Sama Sambhuto or various longer versions of that all the way up to recollecting all the qualities of the Buddha. Or one can also recollect the qualities of the Dhamma or the qualities of the Sangha. But one can use the recollection of the qualities of the Buddha as one's main practice. And gradually, as the mind becomes more peaceful, just reciting Bhutto. To bring the mind to peace and collectedness firstly. And then one can just do Bhutto. So we train our minds, we develop our minds to bring them to peace and collectedness, to enter into the triple gem. Because the faith that we have now, it's the faith of a beginner. We bring the mind to have respect for the triple gem. And when this is firmly established, this we can call the wealth of a stream enter, a sotapanna. And this practice we do for the sake of seeing clearly into the Dhamma. Having seen the Dhamma, faith arises of its own accord. And this is a faith and belief that's full and complete in the heart, with no doubts left whatsoever. And this comes from one's own practice. And we may not have reached this point in our own practice. So in the beginning, we practice generosity and virtue, dana and sila. 
we practice generosity. This is something that as Buddhists we do a lot. We see the value in it. We sacrifice and give a lot. But just doing generosity, one doesn't need to restrain their behavior of body, speech, and mind. So we can see that the practice of sila or virtue is more difficult to control one's behavior of body and speech. One needs to have a firmer intention. One needs to set their heart on it even more. This is something that's more difficult. And as we do this, we enter more and more into the triple gem through our practice. In the beginning, we enter the triple gem through taking refuge in the triple gem. Budang sarnangachami, dhammang sarnangachami, sangang sarnangachami. We repeat this three times. We have this uh, firm intent to take the triple gem as our refuge, but then our heart still suffers. We may ask why, having taken refuge in the triple gem, do our hearts still have uh, greed, uh, hatred, uh, delusion, uh, anger, uh, attraction, and so on. So sometimes we may enter the triple gem in this way, and we've expressed this intention through our speech. We've committed to practice virtue, and we need to set our hearts uh, well on this. And if we do this, then the kilesas may become afraid we have anger and we practice not to speak out of anger or hatred. We practice to control our speech. And if we have a lot of attraction, then we're careful not to harm others based on this attraction. If we like something, then we practice not to steal it, not to take what's not offered. We practice to have speech that's sweet, uh, pleasant to hear, and good. We practice not to take intoxicants. So we must restrain ourselves well. And, but we still have fear arising in the mind. This is because this fear, it's in the heart. So with regards to fear, we need to use wisdom to find a true refuge, to train our hearts and minds, to seek out a true refuge in our minds. So we bring our minds to samadhi. And with samadhi, then wisdom can arise to a degree. And we can ask, well, what are we really afraid of? We may be afraid of that which is invisible, like spirits or ghosts that we think might harm us. We may have seen this in movies or TV shows and so on, these stories about spirits. And some monks may not be interested in spirits very much, but what they may fear is in the present like humans who lack restraint or humans who have lost their mind, who may come to hurt or kill them. This is something that exists a lot, particularly in developed countries with a lot of science and technology. People may have thoughts that are very uh, bizarre and they may not even feel particularly angry or vengeful, but they can still hurt and kill others uh, to a great degree. But whatever the case is, we practice to train our minds to truly enter into the triple gem, to go from someone with thick defilements, uh, Bhutojana, to a beautiful being, Kalyanajana. So we see the, the value of the triple gem. We see it as something of great value. 
We see the value in the sila, in virtue. And we don't want to break our sila. We take care and we have restraint with regards to actions of body and speech. And sometimes this may even feel torturous. We have anger and we want to speak out of anger, but through mindfulness we train ourselves not to act on this impulse. So we really fight with these impulses with mindfulness. And this mindfulness can then lead to wisdom. We may have uh, impulses from anger or hatred or attraction, but we practice to have patient endurance. And then we bring our minds to samadhi, to collectedness, and then contemplate. Contemplate it as not self, that it's all empty. See that these minds are uh, knowing elements. And these minds believe in self because of delusion, delusion that teaches the mind that there is a self. And this we can call Sakaya Didi, the self-view, that's been embedded in the mind ever since birth. Having been born, then the mind feels that it's a self that's been born. It's a self that grows up. It's a self that goes to school. It's a self that goes to work. It's a self that has a spouse and children and a family. And we may have never even thought, may never even have occurred to us that it's not a self, that in truth, that's not the way it is. This is because we've been lost ever since birth and thinking in terms of self all the time. Sometimes we may have an illness or we may simply lose feeling in our hands or our feet. We may not have any sensation in our hands or feet. In this moment, we may be able to see clearly that the foot is just composed of uh, natural elements. We may feel that it's not a self. But deep in our hearts, the feeling that the body is a self and that we take things as self, it's very deeply embedded in the heart and mind. So we must practice to train our minds so therefore we see that this training of the heart is something of great importance that we need to do in order to truly enter into the triple gem. And if we see the Dhamma, then fear decreases. Fear is less because we see that there's no self, there's no me or mine. And so fear naturally is less. We know that old age and sickness must come and what can we take with us when we die? So we have this breath in the present, and therefore we have a good opportunity to do merit and goodness. We have the merit coming from sacrifice and giving. This is something we endeavor to do, we try to do. And we see that all goodness uh, springs from our own hearts. So may you be intent uh, to build this goodness. And in the end, you can know all fear decreasing through the power of wisdom. And so may you enter into the triple gem, to the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, in the most complete way. May you set your hearts on this.